Hello, and welcome to the Weekly Recap. This is episode 92. We are closing in on 100. Uh, it's Nick and Jake hanging out tonight. Uh, Alex is packing up for a big move. Jake is also moving. So we're uh, yeah, I, trying to I keep I it regular here. Time. I'm also on the <laughs> West Coast, and uh, I have a few extra hours to kind of mess around with. Alex might not, but uh, yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, I took a week off there with my trip to Denver. So oh, yeah, I, I got to hear about that. Some, I things to, some things to to talk about over the next, uh, you know, forty five to an hour or whatever, whatever this runs. But um, yeah, it's been a good, it's been a good craft beer uh, fortnight, if you will. <laughs> uh, for me, oh, are we uh, are we fourteen year olds playing PlayStation? Or what's what is it for score like a score is what 20 yes really the last 20 days i would say the last score of days that i've had have been pretty <laughs> pretty good when it comes to craft beer um i'm trying to think two weeks so last week i was in denver this past weekend uh california the weekend before that i was uh i think it was just at home so oh that was the twin episode yes uh, which which i just listened to today and is just incredible. Just great content. Uh, if you haven't listened to that, you you have to. It's um it's a it's a different uh different take on this podcast, and uh, I think we did a pretty good job. It's uh because Alex and I like when we're it was just us two. You don't really see that, right? Right. Because you're you're sort of mediating, but like when it's just us two, like even thinking about just when we have conversations. We just ha- we just say the most ridiculous things and we'll go off on these like random tangents and forget what it is that we were talking about like 15 minutes before that. And I think we we for the most part stuck to to the not that there was a script, but we you know make yeah, sure that we were on on task for the majority of it. <laughs> for the majority um, of it, other than the two hours good, that I had to cut there's out. There's some good quotes <laughs> in that one. I, I was like listening and I was like, oh wow, that that was. That was pretty good. I, I, I think me personally, I, that was probably one of my better podcasts. <clears throat> yeah. In terms of content and, and stuff that we discussed and, and trying to keep it relevant. Cause it wasn't like, I, I don't like when it's just, Oh, we just talk about what we did for the week. Right. You kind of have to gotta keep people in, in engaged. Yeah. And Alex and I were More talking so about this last saying, week. Then this is what we drank and this is what we, you know, and this is how we liked it and blah, blah, blah. Like, there are more things to talk about. Right. In, yeah. People in are the adjacent realm of the craft beer industry. Nobody wants to hear about our, our escapades. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just like, you know, how many times can we reference dancing them before it becomes nauseating? I guess, uh, the limit does not exist cause we continue bringing them up. But, right. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, we can, we can jump right in if you want, or, uh, if you have, some some shout outs you want to give in the beginning of the podcast here instead of the end? Uh yeah, I can do a couple of shout outs real quick here. Um so we went to the Blue Sparrow Pittsburgh Tortoise Dancing Gnome pop up last night, which was fucking fire. Um they had some great food. Uh Dancing Gnome brought a couple of cans. They had Lustra and warm hand splash and stuff like that. Um but Luke and Blue Sparrow, the the team just kill it. Their food is incredible. So go find those guys. Where did they host it? Uh, it was at their uh, their prep kitchen in Bellevue. So it was like six minutes away from my house. <laughs> um, it's right on 
California, I think is the street name over there. Cause it's, it's technically like Avalon area, but yeah, it's right on the main drag there. Uh, so kind of a cool little like cafe setup. They have some tables and chairs and couches and stuff. And it's not like, it's not like a restaurant, but like they kind of make it feel like you're, you're not going to the food truck. So it was kind of cool. Um, Fresh Fest 412 is coming up quickly. Get your tickets. They are still on sale. Uh, general admission is still left. Um, we will be there early. I will be facilitating a podcast with uh, some of the brewers as well as some of the other podcasts in the area here. We're going to have, uh, obviously, the Behind the Hops podcast and uh, Hop Nation is going to be there as well. So I'm going to meet those guys for the first time in person. Um the festival is Saturday, the 14th of March. Get your tickets now at fueledbyhops.com slash fueledfest412. That's my pitch. That's all I got this week. Uh, Fresh Fest tickets are on sale. There's uh, a bunch of other stuff going on, but get out there and drink some good beer. <laughs> all right. So, Jake, Alex and I were talking a little bit about this last week. We need to bring back Hopper to drop it. Okay. So yeah, no, I am. Um, I have some. Uh, I have some thoughts on that as well. Um, we could probably weave it into this podcast if you'd like. I mean, I, I figure it's to kind of turn the turn the wheels a little bit, the gear, get the gears going. Yeah, we don't necessarily have to do it this episode, but that was something that we had talked about last week because I feel like it is a good conversation starter, or at least you know get us into the mindset of talking about other stuff that may not necessarily be related directly to craft beer, but in the same kind of vein. So I don't really have any examples right now. Cause I just kind of came up with that, but we can, uh, I mean, we can start with your trip to Denver if you have any, uh, good beer stories. Yeah. So, uh, I guess we'll, we'll hold off on the hop it or drop it. Um, it's, it's pretty easy to bring into the podcast. It's kind of like, we can do it off the cuff, even moving forward. I don't know what you want to do. I don't know how you want to do it, but we're just going to do it. We're going to, we're going to vibe out. So spent a couple of weeks here in a couple of different locations that I'm not typically in Denver for one, I uh, have never visited before. It was a quick trip. It was a two day uh, thing. We got in Friday evening and left Sunday evening. So it was really just a 48 hour Bender, really. Um, <laughs> wow, that, that is a, that is a short time to spend. Yeah, so we kind of took it easy the first, like easy-ish, the first night. Um, went to some some different places. I don't think we hit any breweries or anything, but we were out like kind of just seeing the town. Um, I, I'll definitely have to go back to get a better feel for what it's this the city is like. We we spent a lot of time kind of in route or en route to the places we were going and didn't really, while we were there, I don't think that we were really checking all the, the possible places out that we could have. Um, so the first night I didn't really drink a lot of beer. The second day we definitely did went to a couple of cool breweries. Uh, yeah. So Saturday was, a it was one, you know, just one of those days where you just, you start drinking early and you keep drinking that we, we started off at a place that did, bottomless all brunch cocktails not just bottomless mimosas so they it's like nine it's probably nah it's probably 10 15 when we pulled up there 
And I'm like, yeah, let's, I'll just start with the Bloody Mary. They, they bring a, a pint glass half full with vodka and they're like, yep, here you go. <laughs> Get it gone. So that's how I knew my day was going to be a good, uh, entertaining day. I do love a good Bloody Mary though. Yeah, they were pretty good. I, I mean, I don't know. They had, they had just like vats of, of the mix, you know, and they, it was like a create your own bar. So they had like pickles and they had celery and all of the fixings. Did they have like, Mary's. did they have like mini burgers and like chicken wings and stuff like that that you could put in? Them they or? had some stuff. I should have taken a picture of what it was. Uh, I just stuck to the, the standards, you know, the, the, like I said, pickle celery. I do a pepperoni on there. Uh, mm. and I think there was bacon. So I threw a slice of bacon in there as well. Yeah. Bacon's always a good, good call with the uh, bloody Mary. Yeah. So like we started there and you know, you're, you're paying for bottomless. You got to get your money's worth. Oh yeah, of course uh, you need it was like, like, it was only like 15 bucks, which I think is absurd. <laughs> but when you think about it, like they're making their money, you know, oh. they're pouring cheap, cheap liquor and, and they're giving these bottles for like $2 a piece for, for some of this, uh, you know, Prosecco or whatever it is that they're using. Yeah. The, the bottom shelf swill as it were. Yeah. So we post brunch went back, sobered up a little bit as one drink some water <laughs> as it was. It, I thought that that would really help me. Turns out it did not at all. Um, <laughs> again, just one of those days I and mean, we've all had them, you know, Right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the second portion of the day, which bled into what I would call the third portion of the day, which is really like 2.5, uh, two and two a, we spent, as it were. yeah, two, yeah, sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> so we, we, di- we went to a few breweries. That was, that was the next phase for us. Started out at a place called Dos Luces, which is two lights. Um, they make, Beers that are, are um, Latin American inspired. Oh, neat! Uh, there's a there's a beverage uh, called Pulque, which is uh, a I think it's agave. Okay, it's distilled agave, and it's it's the the consistency of like of maple syrup. Basically, it's kind of gross. It looks kind of gross when you if you were to, like Google it. So they don't make pulque there, but they make beers that are inspired by pulque. Okay. Um, so we had a couple of those. They're all pretty much sour beers. They had, I think they had something that they called an IPA or, the, or it was a, you know, like an IPA style an IPA. Yeah. So we really just, we spent probably an hour there or something really cool setup. Um, I, I'm going to post some, some of the pictures or, or get some of the pictures out to, to get thrown up on the Instagram and Twitter pages this week. Really cool setup. Um, you walk right through all the brewing equipment. Uh, the, like the decoration is really cool. They have a lot of plants around and things like that. Really kind of a small place. I mean, they probably fit 30 people comfortably because the, the equipment is kind of taking up the majority of the space, but um, it was a good start. The, the, the beers were pretty good wouldn't say that they were my favorite. Um, what they did have was a really cool, uh, glass that I picked up. It was a ceramic pint glass, but it was really like 12 ounces. So it's a little bit smaller. Um, and it's pretty unique. You don't really see stuff like that often. I mean, you mostly just see logo glassware and things, but had to pick that up. It was like 15 bucks, which is kind of, kind of on the pricier side, but 
definitely yeah. worth it. It's a cool spot. Um, definitely recommend it if you're in the area. It's it's further south of Denver. Um, again, I didn't really get a, a, like get to know the different neighborhoods very well. Like some of the some of the other places that I've been able to visit for the past year or so, I've had a little bit more time to kind of develop like a knowledge of what the cool neighborhoods to hang out in are. I mean, like Portland, for example, I've been there three times now. So obviously after the second or third time, you sort of just get kind of used to it and know, you know, what kind of places you're looking for and where the cool spots to hang out are. Um, Denver didn't really get all that much of it, of it, but we hung out around the stadium quite a bit. The, the Rockies stadium, what schools they have these, they have cranes like throughout the city. It's, it's like every other booming city in the country where you go and there's just construction. They're building fucking new apartment complexes and stuff nonstop. And they have like lights on the cranes and they're all purple for the Rockies. Oh, nice. Which is cool. Um, so, so after we were finished there, we moved on. Um, we went to a place called Odell. Which I'm not sure how, how popular that is. Like the, the brewery itself was packed. They have a really cool outdoor area. They have a downstairs and upstairs and off, off of the upstairs, they have like a patio outside. Um, they had one of the greatest paintings I think I've ever seen, uh, hang up on the wall. It's, it's a, it's a painting of Michelle Obama holding like two Uzis. Like, Oh, that's the one you sent me the picture of. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's very absurd. Um, we'll have to link the guy who, who did the painting in the podcast. I I don't have it off the top of my head, but it was selling for like $1,200 and it's kind of surprising to me that no one purchased it because that is uh, truly, truly a work of art uh, in the purest sense. Um, so we stopped there. I had a, I forget what I had. It was a pretty forgettable IPA, to be honest. Um, what I was really looking forward to doing was was going to uh, a place called Our Mutual Friend, which uh, is consistently noted by Hop Culture as one of the best breweries in Denver. Um, and it's right across the street, like, up, up the block and across the street. So we went there, that place absolutely jump in. There was a line effectively out the door. When we first walked in, I thought it was going to be like way, way, way more crowded than it was pulled up. up uh, it was probably 12 people in line at that point. And I don't think it ever got smaller than that for the, for the entire two hour duration. We were there. Oh, wow. The table's outside. It's like 40 degrees. It's chilly, like definitely cold. And people are sitting outside and picnic tables just to get a seat. Thankfully, at one point, like somebody got up from a table that was right next to the fireplace. And we're like, yo, dip on that right now. <laughs> Scoop that table. Um, their beer was very good. The one, the one in particular, I remember, uh, it was an IPA called Neon Nail. Easy IPA. You know, they're doing very similar stuff to all the breweries that we love on the East Coast and myself personally out West. It's a lot of, it's a lot of hazy IPAs. It's a lot of, they do, they do a good bit of West Coast. Um, I didn't really think about getting any stouts or anything throughout the weekend. I was kind of like, I don't really want to drink anything too heavy. You, you drink a stout at 4 PM and then you're kind of like, 
you know, uh, oh Christ, my stomach is full for the next two hours. Like I shouldn't have done that. So there's a lot of, a lot of lighter, lighter beers. Um, yeah. Especially when you're on a marathon like that. (laughs) Yeah. And it truly was a marathon, but it it felt like a sprint. Um, (laughs) it was like one of the longest days of my life. It was crazy. We like got to the, we went to a club, not really a club. It was just like a bar that had a DJ at like 9 PM. And it felt (laughs) like we walked in at midnight and I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm exhausted. We need to just go home. Don't really remember getting home, uh, but we did. Well, that's good. Uh, I'm, I'm here, glad that you I'm did. Here to tell, I'm here to tell the tale. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the 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 best of the breweries that we went to definitely are mutual friend. And we did go to another one that was like it was like travel themed or something. It was like they had a bunch of cities as the beer names, and I had one. It was a basil IPA. I hate basil. No clue why I, why I chose to order it. it <laughs> Pretty good gross. beer. Uh, I'm going to give it a 1.25 on untapped. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it was very, I don't know. I forget what I ranked it on untapped. I think I gave it, I probably gave it like 3.5, but it really deserved like a one. Um, and this was, this was after we had gone to a taco place. So like, I'm, you know, pretty tuned up at this point. Oh, and, sure. And full and full of burrito. <laughs> So I think at that point I was like, I probably should have just taken a break, like had some water, cleansed my palate a little bit. But I was like, basil IPA, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that. unique. Like, let's get that. Meanwhile, I'm like, I fucking hate basil. Um, I don't understand how you can hate something like basil, though. It's just the smell of it, and it's it's just it's too strong for me. I mean, I can I I, I can understand good. not wanting it in a beer. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like basil is one of those flavors that you kind of need for certain dishes and like it's even on pizza. I, I don't care for it. Right. You make like a, a what, like a Neapolitan pizza. Right. Has basil on it. Yeah. I guess it's like, uh, uh, like a margarita or something. It's one of those things where it's like, if it's, it's like mint, if you use too much of it, there's it, it that's all you can taste. Right. What's the herb that people say? Like some people like it. Some people think it tastes like battery acid. Um, I know they say that uh, cilantro tastes like soap. Cilantro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah I yeah, love that's cilantro. That's how, how, how I think my relationship with, with basil has, has turned out is I just do not like it. Do not care for it. I think it tastes gross. Don't like it in beer for sure. Don't like it. Not in beer. So that, that takes uh, me back to like um, when Alex and I went to the Pittsburgh Brewers Guild kickoff party. Um, I forget which breweries it was that collabed on it, but they did a basil Saison and it worked way. I, I thought it worked really well, but they actually put like a basil leaf in the beer. Like when you ordered it. I, the, so the thing is, I guess I've had it in cocktails before um, and it doesn't, Maybe I don't hate it all the time. It's just the majority of the time. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, that's so is what put it is, in a beer. It's just because it was just a very I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that if they just had that IPA, I wouldn't have liked it. So I think it was it was in combination with the fact that it had basil and the IPA wasn't very good. Oh, I see crazy. what you mean. OK, I think I think the caption that I put on untapped was like 
I'm pretty intoxicated. Uh, this could be disgusting or this could be very good. I don't, I, I remember now it being very not good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be my final answer on that one. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much it. I mean, like I said, it was a quick trip. We didn't really, uh, Sunday we woke up and sort of, you know, just kind of milled around, did nothing for six to eight hours and then hopped on a flight back. Um, I got a window seat on the flight back and that was just awful. I was sitting next to this woman and I was just like, this sucks. <laughs> fell asleep. Then when I got back here, I couldn't fall asleep. And I had, I think I slept for like maybe two or three hours total. And then had to go back the to work on Monday. Showing up, yeah. I showing up on Monday at work and I was just like, I, I want to die right now. Um, the, I think the, the better of the two trips was definitely the one to California this past weekend. Um, if, if you want to just let me continue ranting, I will. Yeah, uh, that's, I mean, that's fine. I do want to say pro tip, always take the day off after travel. <laughs> um, that's, that's one thing I've learned. Uh, no, I mean, I have a shit ton of vacation because I've been with my company for 10 years, but the, uh, the the true mark of a of a good travel like vacation is being able to sit around on whatever day you get back and then the following day not have to do anything you know yeah so it's very true it's very that's, true um, I I typically try to avoid doing what I did but I've been doing a lot of travel recently and and it just didn't seem feasible with all the stuff that we have going on at work it's not really wasn't really a good time around when I went to the Cali this weekend, uh, gave my, myself today to kind of recoup. Not that I was drinking heavily there or anything. It was just like, a even the tra- travel and all the stuff that was going on down there. Uh, it's, it's a lot to sort of stress out over and you kind of want to, like you're saying, give yourself some time to recover. Yeah. And even if it's not like a big trip, like you're not traveling halfway across the country or anything, but <coughs> excuse me. Uh, it's still good to have that kind of decompression. Yeah. And I like, I try not to, I try to avoid being hungover when I fly as well. That doesn't always work out. A couple of times I've got, I've caught myself uh, maybe having one too many the night before catching a flight that's at like eight or 9 AM, which is, just always an awful idea. Don't yeah. do that. Be, be better than be better than I am. Right is is what I what I'm pitching the listeners. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try to keep it fairly quick. Um, I was down in in California, as Nick said in the beginning. I am moving to California in a week. So the the content train continues rolling to the state of California and. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I, I went to some places this past weekend um, that I'm very, very much looking forward to going back to. Um, I'm going to be living in the South Bay, so South Bay area of San Francisco. There are a shitload of breweries in San Francisco and Oakland and San Jose and up up further north into like the Sacramento area, you know, Napa Valley, all that stuff. And I will be there for an extended period of time. And I'm looking forward to starting to bounce around, find finding some of those, you know, lesser known places, hopefully, uh, hitting up some of our old favorites. Um, 
if you're looking for some some recommendations for those areas, we did a podcast. I want to say, I mean, it's coming up on like uh, two ish years now because we went, we took that trip in 2018 in May. I want to say like the beginning of May. This is after I graduated before I moved to Boston. Yeah, it was one of our earlier episodes too. I'd say maybe like episode 15 or 17 or something like that maybe. Yeah, and I think that we I think that we uh we did the podcast from California. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, we it did, was you and we Alex. Did, we did a, a podcast from California. So, yeah, if you again, if you're looking for some of those recommendations, I will have plenty to talk about, I'm sure moving forward. Um my my uh, forays into craft beer this weekend were focused in Berkeley, California. Um, so I had some free time on Saturday. I chose not to fly back Friday night, which would have been a pretty quick turnaround because I got in really late Wednesday. It was like 1 a.m. by the time I got to the hotel. I had to wake up at like 7.30 to get to work, all that stuff. But spent some time in Berkeley yesterday. Um, I had been there before. We went to a couple of places in like in the Oakland, Berkeley area, Berkeley and Oakland are, are adjacent to, to one another. So uh, that's the second time I've used the word adjacent on this podcast. Um, I think that I take my quota for the year. So I'm going to stop using that word. <laughs> but uh, so I went to a few places um, and by a few, I mean three again, I think it, it looks like three is the number for, for places for me to visit when I take weekend trips places Um, that's a good that's a good number for like number of places in a day in one area right because like if you're if you're traveling around or if you have like a group of people then it's easier to hit more but it was just you right like yeah even even at that though like if you if you're doing more than three like you're drinking a lot and you don't really get the full effect of some of these places right like i i wanted to keep it low-key and, you know, I had to get to the airport out of flight last night and all that. So, um, yeah, I think three is a good number. Like if you're doing more than that, like even some of these tours and things, this could be something that we, we maybe expand on. And I don't think this is something we've actually talked about is, is some of these craft beer tours. Yeah. I mean, they could hit four or five, six in a day sometimes. And that's a lot of drinking. <laughs> It yeah. really is. Yeah, that's not... And by that, the fifth or the sixth... And, and we've talked about festivals and stuff, too, where you have so many so many beers that you're drinking. Like, you, there's no way that you're, you're tasting all of these at, at your best, nor at their best. So three is a good number. I would say stick to that. If you want to do four, go for it. If, it, if it's more like a long-term thing. Like, I think I got to Berkeley at, like, 1.30, and I had my flight at seven. So I, I was done in like a three hour period. So again, you have a drink at each of those places over three, four hours. You're good to go. Yeah. Um, if you're doing something where you're saying like, Oh, I'm going to do, I'm going to go 12 to eight or something. I'm going to make sure that I'm drinking water throughout and food and make sure that I'm not getting overly intoxicated. You can get it up to four or five, I would say. But even after five, like if you're if you're trying to do more than that, I mean, there aren't many places where you can go to that many in a single day because it's just not feasible when it comes to driving around or getting Ubers and stuff because it, it starts to add up. 
Yeah, yeah. And I mean, there are places that are a little bit more conducive to that, I would say. Especially, like, the easiest comparison that I can run is North Pittsburgh, right? So you have Sharpsburg, there's two breweries. There's Grist House and Millvell's right down the road. There's uh, Strange Roots right across the street, basically, from Grist. You could hit those four in a day easily. So I, to piggyback off of that, where I'm currently living in Bend, you can do two groups of three probably very easily. You, so there's a, there's a street called Galveston, Galveston street, which is right up the street from downtown that has three breweries pretty much like next door to one another. Yeah. Within it's within a quarter mile stretch. You have three breweries. So you hit those three pretty quickly. Then you can take an Uber to downtown and hit another three very easily. Take even one more Uber. I mean, I, you could feasibly do like nine in a day there. But again, for me, I don't like to do all that. I don't like to, to pressure myself into just drinking just to drink. You know, like I like going to these places and spending a little bit more time kind of getting the feel for the place um vibing plus if you're with other people if you're with other people yeah if you're with other people you want to spend time like you're you know i'm not just there to drink like we're having we're having a good time we're talking about whatever you know and that's that's sort of like how it was in boston right like we we spent a lot of time in some of these places like treehouse we spent two hours at yeah just hanging out talking bullshitting whatever yeah you're absolutely right it's tough it's tough for me to, to recommend doing a bunch of those in a day, but Hey, you know, to each their own. Uh, if you want to be an absolute savage and do what I did in Denver and drink all day, go for it. Um, <laughs> do not recommend it. I will be toning it back for sure. Honestly, the, uh, uh, the, 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 the lesson here is, uh, arrive alive, <laughs> right? Of course, Number one, always, always, um, always, drink responsibly. Um, Don't be an asshole. Yeah, but, I mean, but again, if you know going in that you're going to be hung over your shit the next day, uh, either prepare for it or just just accept it. You know, you're a piece of trash, and you're going to be laying there like one steer into the skid. Yep, hours, most likely. Yeah. So Berkeley started out at field work, which um, I'm surprised that you you said that you you were like, uh, well, why have I heard of this place before? And I was like, I've been there before. First of all. Second of all, it's a pretty well-known brewery in the Bay Area. And, and as one of the, like, I would say top five biggest beer cities, like, I don't know. It's a yeah, I feel like name. it's just one of those things, like, they're, uh, the name is familiar, but it's not memorable to me because I've never been there. So it doesn't have, like, that, I don't have any sort of memories tied to it. I just know that I've seen it on, like, you know, listicles or whatever. So... Right, and I don't know if they've done anything with pop culture. I'm not sure if they've been at the festivals they've had on the West Coast at all, but I would guess that that would be right up their alley. Um, it may just be the name, too, because, like, the, the Works, right? Like, Weld Works is a, a big name. There's There's tons of, like, cellar works and stuff like that. Like, there's... 
all of these works places, I think, may just be triggering something that says, oh, yeah, I know this brewery because it says works in the title, you know? But. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, so I was really just looking for. I. What did I do? I think I just checked out of the hotel. I was watching uh, the Pitt basketball game because all the games here are like dumb early, right? Like. I was watching the the three thirty and then the like the prime time basketball game last night was on at like it's on at five thirty when it should be on at eight thirty. Oh yeah, which I hate. <laughs> it's the most annoying thing. Like obviously the time change, and because I like watching sports in prime time. Like I I just do. Like that's just something that I enjoy. Is like turning a game on at like seven thirty or eight o'clock, a big time college basketball game or something. But here it's like oh. You want to watch that game at 4 p.m. when yeah, you're right. still at work? <laughs> Which just sucks. And I've had that conversation with a couple of different people. It's like, it's it's a really stupid thing to be, like, kind of pissed off about. But it's, like, the one thing I don't like about living on the West Coast is it, like, ruins my entire schedule. Because then, you know, if I do watch, if I end up catching a little bit of the pit game or something, that's a, a, a weekday pit game that's on at 7 p.m. East Coast time ends here at six, right? So I'll get home. If I get home at like five fifteen, I can watch the second half of the second half. Yeah. If that, then it's <laughs> 6 PM and I'm like, well, what the fuck do I do now? Like <laughs> when, whereas like if I was on the East coast, I'd watch that game, probably just go right to bed or just hang out and watch it, uh, another TV show or something and then head to bed. Like, well, I have this, whole, I have this whole fucking three hour period where I can just fucking do whatever I want. And, I mean, I guess I catch some of the games, but like, there's there are no good West Coast matchups when it comes to college. Because I'm a big college basketball fan, and I like I call it, and obviously NBA as well. But like, when I'm when I want to watch college basketball, I'm not trying to watch fucking Arizona State play. Christ, I don't even know, like Washington. Right, like, those two teams suck ass. Like, I'm trying to watch Duke and North Carolina, or or like. Well, you get like UCLA and and stuff like that, right? I mean, but they're not really relevant right now, right? Yeah, no, I mean, mostly all of the the powerhouse college basketball teams are are on the East Coast. There's there's like Gonzaga, which is like a a perennially like a very good team. And again, they are this year. And there's like San Diego State has been good this year as well. But like, they're not playing big time games. They're playing against fucking air force. So they're playing BYU. Who's like not very good. Well, I guess they're actually pretty good too. Anyway, I could go off on a whole tangent about college basketball, how I hate living on the West coast and seeing shitty games in prime time. But, uh, I'll continue with, uh, the Berkeley beer talk. <laughs> so <laughs> after that's okay. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I get very heated about things like this because that's the majority of what I do is watch sports. Right. So went to field work, had a great grilled cheese sandwich, and they had some pickled vegetables on the side. It's, it's, a, it's something you don't expect, but they do like some snacks, and it was like a, te- it was a $10 grilled cheese, which is kind of absurd, but uh, very tasty. Uh, the, the pickled vegetables on the side really, really set it off. The way you were uh, talking about it makes me think that that $10 was well spent. So. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's no, the thing. I, if it's, it's, if it's, it's worth little, the $10, then cool. I don't, I don't care what it, it costs. Was on the, so it was on the smaller side. So 
I would say I'm, I'm kind of teetering on the edge of was it worth it? Was it not? Gotcha. It was a tasty grilled cheese, but I was also starving too. So you have to factor all of this stuff in when you think about, was it really worth that 10? Um, I'm going to go with yes, just as a default. Cause I, I housed it like in probably like four or five bites. Um, I eat like a fucking maniac. I really do. And, and I get called out for it here as well with, with like people that I work with. I'll we'll like go to Chipotle or something and I just fucking swallow a burrito hole. <laughs> and they're just like, Hey, uh, stop being a fucking lunatic. Like eat like a normal person. I'm like, I can't, I literally can't. This is just how I eat. Um, so post post trip to field work, which I had a, I had a beer called juicy Maine. Uh, I actually love that name. Uh, I love that name. A reference to uh, Gucci Mane, the Guwop himself. (laughs) The Guwop. It's. uh, It was a very good beer. It was was like walked up there. I was like, "Hey, I just want a hazy IPA." He's like, "Here you go." And I was like, "Fantastic!" So this is how every interaction should go (laughs) with everyone. Give me a light stout, okay? Here you go, like. Yeah. Um, so they have a pretty extensive list. I would say in between 15 and 20 different beers. Um, we, I had been there once before and I had a flight and the flight was kind of all over the place. And I wasn't crazy about probably two thirds of the beers in the flight. Uh, so I, I decided against doing that. Plus it was kind of early in the afternoon and I had some other stuff I wanted to get done. Um, and by that, I mean, I wanted to go see UC Berkeley a little bit. The, the university, obviously yeah. one of the best academic institutions in uh, the United States. So I kind of walked around campus for a while. I picked up a shirt because uh, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to keep drinking today. And this was a good purchase. Um, so at that point, I was like, you know, I could probably stop one more place, get some food and then head to the airport. Um, so I default to hop culture as my my. Uh, guiding light when it comes to finding breweries wherever I am. And it just so happens that I'm in a place where I've been to a lot of places where they have also been and done art and written articles about different breweries that are in those places. So I looked up, uh, I think at first I looked up Oakland, California, like what are the best places in Oakland? I think I had already been to like three or four of them of the five that they talked about. So I was like, all right, forget that. Let's just try Berkeley. So I typed in Berkeley hot culture and part of their top 10 for last year was a place called the rare barrel. Yes. And it had just, again, just so happens to be in Berkeley. And I was like, Holy shit. Like we're gone. <laughs> so this would make, I think our mutual friend was also in that top 10. Yeah. That, we'll that makes sense. I think, um, they, they rave about our mutual friend though. Yeah. The place is, is like off the chain. Uh, very good beer, very good atmosphere, uh, very good swag. I bought a hat there. Um, was it a five panel? I don't know how often I'm going to wear it. No, it's not. It's a, it, it is six. Uh, it just has OMF on the front, which is kind of cool. Um, it's like a, it's sort of like a college, like a collegiate looking, like, you know, font. it's like felt letters that are stitched in to the front like kind of reminds me of like what you'd see i don't know on some on like animal house or something like someone would wear a hat that looks like that like an old yale hat or something 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> again, the rare barrel pops up on my screen. I'm like, fucking perfect. It's literally six minutes away. Nice. <laughs> from where I'm at. I parked and I was like, okay, where is this place? Like, is it going to be like three miles from here? It's going to take me 20 minutes. Nope, six minutes. So I pull up, uh, parked on the complete wrong side of the building because the GPS took me and it was like, you have arrived. And I was like, okay, cool. And walked to the door. The shit was like, uh, please enter on Parker street. And I look around like, there is no fucking Parker street. I walk around the fucking building. They have these, these people are like loading crates of hard liquor into the, into these like these carts to take up to this place. I don't know. There's something going on. There's like a, there must've been some sort of party. It's it's massive warehouse. Uh, and there's a bunch of different warehouses on this like little strip. And I think they're, it's probably like an art studio or something, uh, that was having a party or whatever. So I walk around completely walk into this place. Uh, finally get to the rear barrel, walk in there. It's an all sour brewery. I didn't, I, I did very little research. Uh, before I just walked in. You sound like you were pissed about that. (laughs) No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Um, It ended up being uh, probably one of the best breweries I've had on the West Coast. Um, If you're not a fan of sours, just don't go there because you're not going to find anything that you like. Uh, Just kidding. They they do have guest taps. So they had had, uh, Voodoo, as I mentioned to you yesterday, Nick. Yes. Yeah, the Um, the aphotic... uh, barrel room collection beer. Yes. Which is wild. Yeah, so they have That's that. insane they have, to uh, me. They have like Brim. Uh, they had a couple other ones. I think I mentioned another one to you. I forget exactly what it is, but um, I, had, I had a good, pretty good variety on the, on the guest app list. Um, they had a beer that was 15 and a half percent, which is just stupid. Like, Oh, that was the Horace one, right? Actually Horace. Yeah. Horace. Yeah, Horace is another uh, Horace and Grimm and Voodoo. I think have been I've all been a part of pop culture's uh, festivals in the not so distant past. So I pull up. Uh, there's a seat at the bar. Love it. Big big fan of just hopping in, especially when it's just me. Like I just want to sit at the bar. I don't have to go like look like a fucking nerd. Like uh, what's the guy? What's the guy in Mean Girls that they make fun of for like eating by himself or like eating dessert? Steve something. Oh God. I, I need, I need Alex to come, come through with the, <laughs> I needed to listen to this. And when he listens to this, he's going to send me a text that says it's fucking whatever the guy's name is. Right. Yeah. I, funny like part of that. I, I don't forget what the, the context of that whole thing is, but I mean, I, I like mean I girls, like but I don't, I don't know have, it enough to, to tell you the answer to that. So I apologize. <laughs> they ha- it's such a, it's such a weird name and like something that's very memorable. I just can't, I can't put my finger on it right now. So I don't want to be sitting at the fucking picnic tables because it's a massive warehouse. So they have picnic tables and some other stuff going on. <laughs> I don't want to be sitting at a fucking picnic table by myself drinking like the two beers that I'm going to order. Right. So I get there and I was like, this uh, is going to be worth more than just a couple of uh, choices when it comes to. So, so what they do is they, they do five, 10 and 16 ounce pours. Not everything you can get a 16 ounce or even a 10 actually for that matter. But I was like, all right, I'm just going to have a couple of these. Like, you know, I'm just, just chilling, hanging out, whatever. Uh, still several hours from, when I have to fly out. So I'm just like, you know, 
Just let's do it. Let's vibe out. Uh, the first two beers that I ordered, one was a, a raspberry sour, uh, and the other, which, which is called Wise Guys. The other one was a Sauvignon Blanc. That, that was the IPA. So it was, it was like a, a mixed fermentation IPA Ooh. with Sauvignon Blanc grapes. That sounds incredible. I, I read your check-in, actually. I read your check-in on that one, and I was like, damn, that sounds like it would be super interesting. So it ended up being what I did was effectively got a flight. I didn't get them all at the same time, though, because that's one of the things that I don't like about flights is when people take flights and they try each of the different beers in sequence. I like to finish a beer, then move to the next one. So the fact that they just do five ounce pours allowed me to just order a couple at a time, focus on those and then get the next ones. I ended up, I think I had four. So basically just a a beer and maybe a little bit more. Um, the, the, Piece de resistance. The only beer Jake's ever going to drink from now on ever. (laughs) Well, this mango sour that is literally like, I heard the bartender speaking to the people who were hanging out next to me at one point. And she, she perfectly described it. She was like, I think there is way more mango in here than there is actual beer, (laughs) but we're calling it a beer. And I was like, that, that is really, you know, Calling the kettle black. Uh, it, it looks, and, and you, I don't know if anybody that listens to this is friends with me on Untapped, but you can look at the picture that I posted. Oh, I put it on our Instagram. That's oh, the one okay, you sent okay, me, okay. right? Yeah, it's yes, on the Instagram. Yeah. It looks like a brunch cocktail. It tasted like a brunch cocktail, but you, you couldn't taste any booze. It was like you're just straight drinking a mango. Like you're in, where are mangoes pop, like common? Where, where are they? God, I don't know the South, like, Tro- like somewhere tropical. Yeah, and, I, I, I to a tropical place, eat a mango. That's exactly what this beer tasted like. It looks exactly like it too. If you just Google a picture of what the inside of a mango looks like, that's exactly what the beer looks like. And <laughs> it was just so incredibly tasty. If Alex were there, he would have lost his goddamn. He would have probably ordered like four crawlers of that to take home. <laughs> The, so they so, do. They do do crowlers. They, uh, do they do bottles typically, or do they have cans or anything? They do. They have, bo- they have bottles. They have cans, and they do crowlers of, of certain things. You can't get a crowler of everything. Oh, nice. Um, and then I think, and I think it's kind of just based on you know how much the beer is worth, and I don't know. They don't. They don't say like, oh, this one's going to be on the at least on the menu. They didn't have a column for how much it would cost to get a crowler of things. Cause, cause I think that they just avoid that because not everything gets a crowler or sure. not everything you can get a crowler of. Um, they had probably three or four different ones in cans and they had some bottles as well that were pretty pricey. I mean, some of the bottles ran up to like $25, I believe. Um, and some of the cans were also in kind of in that range, like 20 to 25. And that seems, that seems reasonable. That's kind of the going rate I would say. So it's, it's just this, it's this huge warehouse and it's just barrels everywhere. Yeah. And they're doing fermentation. I'm, I'm guessing they're, you know, fermenting a lot of the stuff in the barrels and, and potentially, I, I, I'm guessing you have to mix some of this stuff together. You're not going to keg 
one barrel of something and, and sell it like that. I, I don't, I don't know what exactly their, their whole system looks like. I'd have to kind of probably would have had to take a better look at, uh, what exactly was going on in there. I was really just focused on getting in, kind of getting out, especially when 70 fucking people showed up. Right. <laughs> yeah. You got to tell this story. <laughs> so, so the bartenders are like, look, are like, they started sort of like whispering, like talking and like laughing to themselves. I was like, that's a little weird. Like, I mean, people do that, but it was like, they were, they were talking about something like in particular. So turns out they had a, a group of 70 people from what I have no fucking clue. I don't know how you get 70 people together for anything. Right. Aside from like a fucking concert or like a sporting event. Unless it's like a, you know, rehearsal dinner for a wedding or something. I don't even know. I, it was a weird group of people too. It wasn't, I, I was trying to figure out exactly what was going on. Anyway, they called about 15 minutes before they showed up. All the bartenders were just like, this is fucked. Like they came up to everybody at the bar and they were like, Hey, uh, just so you guys know, you are the priority. Uh, these people called us right before they showed up being assholes. Like if you guys need anything, tell us, we're going to focus on you first. And I was like, dope. But I had already closed on my tab, so it didn't matter. <laughs> These people show up, and I'm like, oh, my God. But they start hovering. You know, I hate when people hover around you at the bar. And it's a huge space. It's like, just chill. Right. You, know? like, I, you don't have to be breathing down my neck to order a beer. I love get it to you. I love places that have, like, a distinct, this is where you get beer, so that you don't have to hover over top of somebody at the bar. Right? Yeah. That's, that's a big... I, I can't stand it because Sarah and I love sitting at the bar, right? We absolutely love being able to just converse with the bartenders or, you know, at least be able to see, see the board or what, what's on the list or whatever from our seats rather than having to deal with a menu or a server. It's absolutely the most annoying thing in the world to have somebody reach over you to get their tab or to, to grab their yeah. beer or whatever. It's obnoxious. So I get you there. And that's, that's something I feel very adamant about. So sorry to, to Bogart you there. No, it's okay. But they, they had a good setup like in the, in the corner they did. They had something that was similar to a lot of places that I've seen recently where they have, you know, a lane for people to order beers and take, out to to go to the seating, right? But Elaine, like so Seinfeld, people, yeah, Elaine. So, shut up. <laughs> so there were so many people that they had to kind of add another one. They had they had the uh, square or whatever, you know, the the, the, the iPad, yeah, yeah, that you can pull and, and move around and stuff. So they were like, all right, we can't get through all these people with just these three right here. So we're going to move it to the middle of the bar. So there was some space to, to my left that people started walking into. And I was like, I cannot be here anymore. This is annoying as hell. Well, when 70 people show up all at once, it's, if you're a group bigger than like, even like five or 10, like call ahead, like in advance, you know what you're doing. It's not like you're like making these decisions on a fucking whim. Right. And it's not like that. I don't know that type of place is not rented out for the night or you're not like getting a a party room there. But at the same time, you could probably at least give them a day notice. 
Right. 12, like even a more, like the morning, say, Hey, call it whenever they open up at 10 AM or 11, whatever it is. And be like, Hey, just so you guys know, like you can probably expect 70 people to show up at, I don't know. It was four, three thirty or four o'clock, something like that. Just absurd. Like have more courtesy than that. Don't be a fucking dick. Yeah. Please. That's, that's outrageous. So anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's that vaulted itself into the top one of my one of the top breweries I've been to on the on the West Coast. Um, and you've been it, to some great pretty, places out there too, though. Like, it seems like all yeah, of the like of I feel like there's a lot of top notch breweries out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the West Coast is just it it's massive, and and craft beer is so big now that. Everybody wants a piece of it and there are just so many cool places. And, and, but you know, we've, we sort of know more than the average person when it comes to what places we should be going to. Right. Yeah, and absolutely. Sure. This was one of those places that I didn't really even know existed until yesterday, like 15 minutes before I showed up there. And I'm sure that I had heard about it. Like I'm sure that I had seen something back when I was all over social media and stuff. I'm sure that I had, saw a hop culture post about them or something, but it, it slipped my mind until I was there. And it was, it was like that. And and that's cool. You know, like I've, there have been times like that as well, where like Alex and I will be somewhere, you know, in California in particular, when we took that trip, we didn't know anything really about what was going on in like Northern California. So we found a couple of cool places. Blue nose, the one that um, sort of sticks in our mind in Woodland, California, which is, uh, west of Sacramento. Um, we had, you know, we didn't know anything about the area that we were in or whatever, but we just Googled it and just happened to come upon this place that was in an old, you know, uh, newspaper factory and stuff like, like cool shit like that. You can, you can find anything you want almost anywhere. And that's, that's, what's cool about the craft beer scene. People are making really cool shit and, and making very good beer kind of all over the place. And you really just need to look into it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, as easy as just searching it because there are, there are new breweries popping up every day. Um, there's one in Glenshaw now that just opened up called Acrospire. I think is the name of it. Um, couple of dudes brewing beer. It's not really like a tap room. It's more of just like the brewery and they have taps there, but opened up last week or a week before and like i mean that's you know we're we're getting down to like you know oh this is one that's been reviewed once on google or something like that you know but Mm -hmm. the the ease of access to information about these places is incredible and being able to see that like you're going to this place that you've never been to or none of your friends have been to i assume but you found like this incredible beer there that you're only going to drink for the rest of your life. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you're going to find a place like the rare barrel in every, like, you know, town in America, but chances are you're going to find something that's at least palatable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah, that's you can, true. you can drink without like wanting to puke in your mouth, <laughs> which is kind of a low, <laughs> bar to set but also you're right you're right um 
<laughs> I will say gear out there. I think this is kind of the the <laughs> the takeaway message from from the things that I've said in the last twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, as, as uh, let's, uh, let's kind of get towards the end of the, the podcast here. I think we're coming up on the hour mark, so we might as well, uh, kind of break it down here for us. Uh, so I do want to, uh, honorable mention this week. One of the best beers I've had this week was the, um, a little, go- a little guava goes a long way at, uh, Lincoln Avenue. And they, so Lincoln Avenue is still very new, right? They're, they're six minutes from my house. It's, it's right around the corner basically. And the food is incredible, but the beer, I feel like some of them are still like fresh, like the recipes aren't quite dialed in yet and stuff like that. This goes was incredible. It just like, it was a, I, I don't I hate to use the term like margarita goes, but that's kind of what it made me think of because it was like it had that salty character to it, but it wasn't overly salty. And so like Alex and I went up there after the podcast last week, and I just want to say that it was it it was one of the best beers that I drank this week. It's it's a tough style, I think, to get right. A lot of people do it. You can you can oversalt it pretty easily, I think. Yeah, I think salt is a very There's strong a of, flavor. It, you have to be delicate with it, and it takes so, like you can tell that somebody I think is pretty skilled at brewing when they make it. I'm not going to sit here and act like I've had 50 that I didn't like. like I, the ones that I have had, and people just don't really even try it because it's difficult. I think right. So you telling me that it, the one that you had was very good from there makes me think that their other beer is going to be up to that level pretty soon because they seem to know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And they've only been open for what, seven months now or something like that. So it's, it's still very new, but they're, they're branching out. They're doing other stuff. Like I had a, um, I had a pale ale that was, uh, it was very green to me. Like it was, it was just, it was just like uh, kind of almost like a tinny taste to it. Like it, it just had that, like it was closer to a home brew than a production facility brew. And it, it kind I was disappointed, but I wasn't like, I can't drink this, you know, like it was still, it was still decent. It was just not, not what I would expect from, like a, a better known brewery or, or somebody who's been around longer, that kind of thing. So it's tough because you want all of these breweries to, to just hit it out of the park right off the bat. Right. Uh, that was two, <laughs> two baseball uh, colloquialisms in the same sentence, which is very tough to do. I think that people are going to, people are going to gloss over that, but I just want to, I just want to say uh, you're welcome. Thank you, Jake. As we get back to pitchers and catchers reporting last week, um, thank you for for really shout really to, hammering shout home to the Westview Joe, <laughs> this guy that that would umpire games for us back when we were in like, fuck, I don't know, sixth grade or something, little league, and he was just, just say guy. little league. <laughs> yeah, we were in little. No, not even little league though. But we were, we were like in the what's the step up? I don't know. 
ponies. I'm not even sure you call it the but pony league. Yeah. So we're it was like it was like the tournament team or whatever the fuck they used to call it. You know the travel, whatever. Sure, sure. And there was a guy. There was a guy well known in uh, in the area called Westview Joe, and <laughs> he had like the raspiest voice, and he would always. No one ever called out the, the battery, which is the the pitcher and the catcher, and he would always call out the names of the guys. And he was he was always just like his voice was super raspy. He's like the battery, and like everybody would like stop talking at that point, and he would he would like say like add pitcher, Jake Adams, and then like would say. You know, whoever the fuck else <laughs> it was. And it was like the most outrageous. Thing ever. Like, he yeah, was a, like he was a local, true local legend. <laughs> passed away a few years ago. Oh, uh, really? Oh, man. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's no longer no longer with us. But R.I.P. Uh, West here in spirit. He's here in spirit. Um, he would have appreciated. Of all the people in the world, he would have appreciated that sentence that I spoke <laughs> about a minute and a half ago. So thank you, Westview Joe, for all the support from the grave. Um, <laughs> I don't even remember where, where I left off. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm going to call it a night. I think at that point, fair um, enough. I don't um, really have any, I don't have any shout outs. I don't really have much uh, on the docket coming up, but, uh, I'll be in California. So, uh, there's going to be plenty of stuff over the next six, 12, 18 months. We'll see Oh, what I get into. Wow. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, uh, since, uh, uh since you're time, saying that that might ben be, has come to a close since, uh, since you're saying that that might be the, the time frame here, um, I am definitely going to have to plan a trip to California to visit because I've never been further West than Kansas city. Number one, Kansas City, Super Bowl champs, right? Patrick Mahomes, that Mahomey, right? Um, Mahomes and Otto, Mahomes and Otto. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, let's let's play hop it or drop it with Denver, though. So your experience there in less than forty eight hours. Are you hopping or dropping Denver? It's kind of I don't know if it's as as black and white as that for me. Um, I don't think I could live there. Um, in terms of the the enjoyment of seeing a friend that I haven't seen in a while, I would say I'm going to hop the shit out of it. Um, as far as living there, probably not. So I'm going to drop drop living there. I will hop uh, catching up with one of my good friends, Andrew. Okay. So it, it's worth visiting, but definitely don't move there. <laughs> I, I wouldn't yeah, say I mean, definitely. Uh, let's let's say uh, you're not moving there. I have very polarizing opinions on on cities that people seem to absolutely love. So I wouldn't listen to me when it comes to deciding your travel plans to go visit new places because people love Seattle. I don't like Seattle. That's and and I think that I have some of those opinions on some other places as well that people generally love. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you what to do, but th- those are my thoughts. So just a, just a weird um, coincidence here. So first at Brewbox, um, Dennis just uh, tweeted about their Hops for Hearth Beer Fest collaboration that they're doing with Lincoln Avenue. So they just tagged us in a tweet. So I thought that was funny. Yep. We were just well, uh, it's been a great week. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me again. 
As always, uh, uh, you are part of the podcast. You don't have to thank me for having you on because you're not a guest. You are it's true. I, I did host it the other the other week. <laughs> it's uh, true. Well, I guess co-host. But uh, Alex yeah, is never yeah, going to listen to this, so I'll, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's true. I was the host. Um, I didn't do the intro though, and I haven't done the intro in a few weeks, so I need to get back to that. Maybe next week. Yeah, maybe next week. Um, um, but yeah, next week I I will be doing this podcast from California. I'm really hoping that I have better Wi-Fi because I think Alex, I don't know if he did it on the podcast, but he called me out recently for having like the shittiest Wi-Fi connection in general over the past like two years. And I think it's, it's hundred percent true. I just don't know how to fix it because I've been here for like a year now. Just switch to LTE while we're recording. That's all. <laughs> Yeah, but it's I'm in like a hole. Like the the service here isn't even that great. It's, uh, I mean, I have full bars on Wi-Fi right now, and there's no reason it should be glitching like and delayed. Yeah, quality, but it it has been like that pretty much the whole time. So anyway, that's uh, that's if uh, my new new beer's resolution for for my Wi-Fi is for it to not be shitty any longer. Just pay for the damn gigabit internet and call it a day. I don't, I don't know what the deal is at the next place. I really hope that it's high speed, but we'll see. All right. Well, either way, looking forward to you being in California. The, our reporter on the West Coast, Jake, is really bringing the content every week. Honestly, keeping this podcast together. Um, <laughs> I've got truly, nothing else left to I, say. I am the glue. You are. You are. And no, 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 not truly. White Claw. You are the glue. Yes, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm the glue. Um, yeah, I always love, I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, and, and we're just really, we're really going off the rails here. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm always, a, I'm a big fan of, of like the sign offs that people do at the end of like local news and or like ESPN. My favorite is, uh, uh, and, and from live from, uh, you know, Philadelphia for the Phillies and the Pirates. Sal Palantonio, ESPN, and then it like cuts right back to the like the anchors in the studio, right? Sal Palantonio, great name, great, maybe right. the best name in sports. It, it might be, it might be. It's it's tough to beat Sal Palantonio. I thought that that was a place for like the longest time. <laughs> I was like eight years old, and I was like, why is this guy saying? Like, I thought that he was signing off from. Sal Palantonio called Sal Palantonio. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. So, and there's no way, there's no way that I'm the only person who's thought that either. No, no, um, absolutely I'm just, not. I'm just the one who, who can, uh, who feels, I verbalize it. Yeah. Say it, say it out loud. You have the medium to, to verbalize it. And that's, I, I put and, that in the post too. I was like, whenever I posted your, uh, the rare barrel picture, I was like, wouldn't it be great if Jake had a medium to talk to us all about the West coast beers that he's drinking? So, all right. Uh, let's, uh, let's sign off here. Um, as, uh, what was, Oh shit. What movie is that from where he's like, Oh, that's the, uh, Bruce almighty. Right. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. Good night. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> All right, we're going to sign off here, guys. Uh, Thank you for listening. As always, uh, keep your glasses full, and cheers.
Hello, and welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why not go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At The Weekly Recap 1 on Twitter. Or email us at theweeklyrecap1 at gmail.com. 